serious CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five-star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins. Solvents. Heavy metals. Microbials. Foreign matter. Get serious. Serious CBD. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. I want to tell you a story about the house when blue. I come home one Friday, had to tell the landlady I done lost my job. She said, that don't confront me, long as I get my money next Friday. Now next Friday I come, I didn't get the rent, and out the door I went. So 
I goes to the landlady. I said, you let me slide. I have the rent for it a mother next I don't know. So she let me slide it on, you know, people. I notice when I come home in the evening. She ain't got nothing nice to say to me. But for five years, she was so nice. Lord, she would love her, dove it. I come home one particular evening. The landlady said, you got the rent money yet? I said, no. Can't find no job. Therefore, I ain't got no money to pay the rent. She said, I don't believe you're trying to find no job. Said, I seen you today. You were standing on a corner, leaning up against a post. I said, but I'm tired. I've been walking all day. She said, that don't confront me. Long as I get my money next Friday. Now next Friday, I come out in the other end. And out the door I went. So I go down the streets. Down to my good friend's house. I said, look, man. I'm outdoors, you know. Can I stay with you maybe a couple days? He said, oh, let me go and ask my wife. He come out of the house. I could see in his face. I know there was no. He said, oh, I don't know, man. Uh, she kind of funny, you know. I said, I know. Everybody funny. Now you for that, too. So I go back home. I tell the landlady, I got a job, I'm gonna pay the rent. She said, yeah. I said, oh, yeah. And then she was so nice. Lord, she would love it, love it. So I go in my room, pack up my things, and I go. I slip on out the back door. Down the streets I go. She uh, hollering about the front rent. She'll be lucky to get in the back rent. She ain't gonna get none of it. So I stop in the local bar, you know, people. I go to the bar. I rent my coat. I call a bartender. So look, man, come down here. He got down there, so what you want? I want bourbon, one scotch, one beer. Well, I ain't seen my baby since I don't know when. I've been drinking bourbon whiskey, scotch and gin. Gonna get high, man, I'm gonna get loose. Need me a triple shot of that juice. Gonna get drunk, don't you have no fear? I want Now, at the bar, I'm getting drunk, I'm feeling mellow. I'm drinking bourbon, I'm drinking scotch, I'm drinking beer. Look at the bar, they got a 
bartender. Doesn't look mad. Come down here. So what you want? No one bourbon. Since the night before last Gotta get a drink, man I'm gonna get gas Gonna get high, man I ain't had enough Need me a triple shot of that stuff Gonna get drunk, won't you listen right here I want one bourbon, one shot and one beer One bourbon, one shot, one beer Well, all right. to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. And much more sober, because she didn't have one scotch, one beer. And two oxycodones. 
Yeah, I did. I know. I'm feeling good. Yeah, dude. All right, show everyone your hand. So yeah. So- Nick calls me at 10 o'clock this morning. Actually, he, he texts me at 10 o'clock this so- morning and he goes, where are you? I said, I'm at home. Like, Where the fuck else would I be? And he's like, uh, okay, good. I'm coming home. I'll be home in 30 minutes. I need you to take me to the hospital. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? And he doesn't respond. So, so I call him and he doesn't answer. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I sit there at work. So he called um, me back. I went to my first job this morning, perfectly fine. Everything's normal. And I was uh, finishing up this motor I- install that I was doing. And I was putting up the little part that your J arm connects to it's, we, it's an attachment of sorts. Anyway, sometimes there's holes there. Sometimes there's not. Well, this time there was no holes. So I had to make the hole myself with a self-tapping screw. Well, I'm sitting there drilling. And if you've ever used fucking a drill where you're on a ladder, you're leaning with all your body weight into the drill to poke that hole in the metal. When it slips, all of your body weight goes forward. Well, what happened to be just above where I was putting this in at was this two inch piece of corrugated steel that runs the whole length of the garage door that's there to, um, it's a wind brace basically when the door's in the down position. And I ended up punching that, but because I didn't really make a fist, it was like three fingers hit it and I heard a pop. And I was like, ooh, that is not good. And within seconds, my hand was this big. And I was sitting there going, fuck he didn't so, even take his glove off they cut it off of him when we got to the hospital and his hand was so swollen i called my boss i was like hey dude uh i, I know this doesn't get any better for me but uh, i think i just broke my fucking hand yeah. and he's like are you fucking kidding me i was like no he's like do you need me to come out there i said no i can finish this i'm almost done i've got like two other things to do i'll finish it i'm, I'm going straight to the hospital after this though he's like all right so I went straight to the hospital and thank God it's not broken, but holy fucking shit. Is oh, it's it going to be really colorful. Like right now it's, right now it's turning red. purple. Yeah, it's red turning purple. Fucking craziness. Yeah. It was not how I was expecting to get my day. But uh, when I got to the hospital, I've been dealing with pain for so long that I was just kind of like, fuck it. And I got to the fucking hospital and the doctor comes in. He's just like, oh, shit. Yeah, hold on. I'll be right back. <laughs> he comes back with two hydrocodone. I was like, mm, OK, this will work. Yep. This will at least stop the throbbing because it throbs more than it does anything else. I swear it. If you. Um, yeah, they got he got x-rays deaf and the doc said it's, it yeah, it's there's not no break. broken. But if you take your fist right and you take your thumb and you put your thumb right here in between your uh, middle knuckle and your ring knuckle and you just apply a little bit of pressure there is a nerve in the middle of your hand that ends right that right there and when you put pressure on that no matter how strong you are you'd be the biggest dude in the world but the second that i hit that nerve and i cut that nerve off uh your hand's gonna open you can never keep a fist with that and not only that minutes hours later like up and down your forearm you get this pain radiating from that nerve that's exactly how this feels right now. It's like I smacked that, like I killed it. I chopped its head off and then murdered it. And it's still, I mean, it swole, it swole up like a beach ball. It was even bigger than this. And I've been putting ice and heat on it all day. So he's been wearing Seamus's ice boot. It, it, it's ridiculous. <laughs> this, I, I, I thought I, I've done Ooh. some stupid shit before in the past, but this one, 
I had absolutely no clue. And I was like walking around outside and I FaceTimed my boss and I was like, yeah, I think I've got a little bit of a problem. And I like picked up my glove and I showed him. He's like, holy fuck. He's like, what did you do to yourself now? I was like, I don't know. I think I broke my hand. Now being the operative word there, right? I was totally expecting his boss to call me and be like, I wasn't even with him this time. It's not my fault. <laughs> but he waited until- He's uh, a pussy. He we doesn't were, call he, you anymore. Exactly. <laughs> He really doesn't. He's such a fucking He's so pussy. scared. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a puss. <laughs> anyway. Oh, uh, wow. Today, Speaking of wow, ballist We've had uh, a whole bunch today. We're going to get hopefully Dude. to it all. So, um, from okay. We've been waiting. I've been, I, I pulled these clips about <laughs> overseas across the pond so at the beginning of the week. Y'all know on Monday I pulled like a million fucking clips and we've been playing them like residual clips all week from Monday. If you if y'all don't realize that, um, and today's Thursday, we did not get to the UK clips, and I was like, "That's okay. The fucking the Brits don't do anything, right? They they move slower than pond water." Um, yeah, right. No offense to any Brits that are in here, but you know it's true, especially the British government. They 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 move as fast as the American army. Okay, that's pretty fucking slow. They make churning butter hard. That's pretty fucking slow. So I was like, all right, whatever. We'll we'll get to the UK in, in, in due time. And shit actually happened over there really quick. So this was this was the clip from uh, four days ago. Yeah. Okay. I, four days ago of their... Uh, there's Frankie and Polly. Oh, yeah. If y'all can hear the guinea hens in the background, that's Frankie and Polly. My, my non-racist wife <laughs> named them both after... Good guinea, Good guinea names. What else Frankie did I and Paulie. Hey. Okay. It's right, Frankie apparently, two times and Paulie fucking sack of walnuts. Y'all over in the foxhole seem to be having serious. I don't know what's going on with foxhole, but serious issues. Yes, we are on Rumble. You can just look up the Patriot Party podcast on Rumble. We're also on Twitch, D Live. Um, uh, I don't know what's going on over there because right now I am not dro yeah, I haven't dropped good. a single it's, frame. It, I think it's a foxhole issue. Um and uh Cannabis in Combat on Roku or also on Twitch and DLive. So, um, yeah, come over and join one of these over here if you're having a problem. That's why we do it to more than one because we always have backup just yeah. in case you, you can't fucking for our backups. Something happens. Um, it sucks. Yeah. But hey, anyway, really quick, I want to get back into this. Um, hand me my phone again over there. I threw it on the charger for a second because it's about to die again. I got, I got it. I, I want to address this one more time because I still don't know if these people. What is it? Somebody sent me a text message. I'm trying to figure oh. out who this is. I still can't figure out who this is. <clears throat> What's the number? The last th four is one, three, nine, eight. Is that if anybody knows who's that number that is just send me a, a message or something. You can send it a private message. I don't give a fuck. Um, you can text me if you would just tell me who you are. I'm just trying to figure out who you are so I can respond to you. Mm, yeah. Yep, doesn't come in my contact. I, I don't know. So I, don't who, know. I don't know who this is, but somebody's been texting me, and a lot of shit too, and a lot of it's pretty good. Um, okay. Anyway, just anybody right. knows who that is, because they sent me another text, and it's about the Derek Johnson guy, the guy that I talked to on AMP. Yeah, I met him in yeah. uh, at the Truth Tour. He's like, I I just discovered this guy Derek Johnson. What the hell is that? I don't know. 
That was weird. That was, that was a weird sound. Shit. Okay. All right. I just discovered this guy, Jarek Johnson. If you're not heard of him, he is a veteran and he knows the laws of the military very well. And he's say, saying everything I think we are all, uh, we all see regarding Trump and the piece of shit and just we're not clear on things. This guy you need to have on your show. Check him out. Uh, Patel Patriot and him are really onto something. So, That's that de-evolution stuff. All right. So we've here, here, Derek Johnson's a great guy. He's such a sweet man. Um, he's got a, he's got a great big heart and he's coming at this from the right place, but he's two years behind. I hate to say it, but it's true. All of the information that he is putting out, we put out, we talked about two years ago. We put it out. Josh on the Red Pill Project put it out. We all talked about this two years ago. Um, when we first started the podcast, we went through all of this. Derek's late to the game, but he does play a role in this. And that I know a lot of y'all haven't been with us for two years, and you may not be familiar with that information that we talked about two years ago. My problem with Derek is that he doesn't understand his role in this situation. He doesn't realize that he's two years behind. He doesn't realize that he's playing catch up, that we've already been there and done that. I'm sorry. Well, it's not just that it's D they're, they're talking about, if you're not aware, they're talking about the de evolution stuff. Uh, it's not that I can't buy it. It's that I can poke too many holes in it. If I can, t if I can poke too many holes in something, it it's never going to hold water. That theory is great. And and what we're talking about is Trump is still in charge and everything's in the background and you don't see it happening. But then I asked the one basic question that nobody in the de-evolution game can answer me. If Trump is in charge, why in the fuck is he hurting the American people like he is? Exactly. Then my next question becomes... Do we really trust Trump? Exactly. I mean, because if he's willing to do this, if he's willing to sacrifice us as pawns, fine. I'm down with that. I get it. But whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't, don't, don't roll this holier than thou. I'm rolling on the high waters of heaven. No, no, no. Because that doesn't work. Because you're just as dirty as they are now. You just sacrificed all your pawns on the board for yourself. Yeah, I'm just saying, be careful about these guys. I, I'm not saying that Derek Johnson's a bad guy either. I don't know what he did in the military, nor do I really give a shit because it's not a dick measuring contest anymore. It's not about that. The guy is probably a really good dude. I, I admit it. I, I'm not saying he's a bad dude. I thought he was a good dude when I did the AMP show with him. Yep. My only problem was, is he was so dead set that that is what's going on, that he fails to take his blinders off. And when you get like that, you get so tunnel visioned, you can't see left or right. That's literally the meaning of the expression. You're missing the forest for the trees. I, I You gotta, you have to think about everything that's going, you can't look at this as a one, one pronged approach. Nobody does that. We haven't done that for shit. 200 plus years of warfare now. We learned that a multi-prong approach works better than anything else because you spread the, the defenses thin on the other side. We know that.
But don't, I'm warning you all. I'm not saying that it's you guys that are saying this. I don't know who this is that's texting me. I want to know because I want to set him straight, but I I don't want to be a dick about it because he might be, he probably does. Whoever this is probably has the right idea. I'm not arguing the idea of what they're saying. What I am arguing is I don't want to believe that Donald Trump is doing that because if Trump is doing that to us, then I'm sorry, Trump is the enemy. We cannot look at him as anything different. Just letting you know. My opinion, that's it. It's all it is. It's like a fart in the wind. If I walked into a gas station and handed my fart and my opinion to somebody, they would tell me to get fucked because I couldn't even put a gallon of gas in my truck. So you got to find those good cow farts, babe. Yeah, I guess so. Yep. Because you know that shit's bad. Pudgy. Hmm. Anyway, so this was four days ago in the UK. And I don't think that this is a proper term. This because was- when William Wallace sacked York, he actually cut Prince... Um, was it a uh, Prince uh, Charles uh, brother? What the fuck was his name? Or great uncle? Whatever. Um, Louis head off and put it in a basket and said he sacked York because he was the Prince of York at the time. Just saying. Jerry's no worries. We're just getting started. Mick just did his opening rant. Uh, microphones down in the studio. Here's the prime minister. Good afternoon. My conviction that this country needs to go for growth is rooted in my personal experience. I know what it's like to grow up somewhere that isn't feeling the benefits of growth. I saw what that meant, and I'm not prepared to accept that for our country. I want a country where people can get good jobs, new businesses can set up, and families can afford an even better life. That's why from day one, I've been ambitious for growth. Since the 2008 financial crisis, the potential of this great country has been held back by persistently weak growth. I want to deliver a low-tax, high-wage, high-growth economy. It's what I was elected by my party to do. That mission remains. People across this country rightly want stability. That's why we acted to support businesses and households with their energy costs this winter. It's also the case that global economic conditions are worsening due to the continuation of Putin's appalling war in Ukraine. And on top of this, debt was amassed helping people through the COVID pandemic. But it is clear that parts of our mini budget went further and faster than markets were expecting. So the way we are delivering our mission right now has to change. We need to act now to reassure the markets of our fiscal discipline. I have therefore decided to keep the increase in corporation tax that was planned by the previous government. This will raise £18 billion per year. It will act as a down payment on our full medium-term fiscal plan, which will be accompanied by a forecast from the independent OBR. We will do whatever is necessary to ensure debt is falling as a share of the economy in the medium term. We will control the size of the state to ensure that taxpayers' money is always well spent. Our public sector will become more efficient to deliver world-class services for the British people. 
and spending will grow less rapidly than previously planned. I met the former Chancellor earlier today. I was incredibly sorry to lose him. He is a great friend and he shares my vision to set this country on the path to growth. Today, I have asked Jeremy Hunt to become the new Chancellor. He's one of the most experienced and widely respected government ministers and parliamentarians, and he shares my convictions and ambitions for our country. He will deliver the medium-term fiscal plan at the end of this month. He will see through the support we are providing to help families and businesses, including our energy price guarantee that's protecting people from higher energy bills this winter. And he will drive our mission to go for growth, including taking forward the supply side reforms that our country needs. We owe it to the next generation to improve our economic performance, to deliver higher wages, new jobs, and better public services, and to ease the burden of debt. I have acted decisively today because my priority is ensuring our country's economic stability. As Prime Minister, I will always act in the national interest. This is always my first consideration. I want to be honest, this is difficult, but we will get through this storm and we will deliver the strong and sustained growth that can transform the prosperity of our country for generations to come. So tell so, me something. So, so, so was, wait, 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 time out, time out, time out, time out. Yeah. Tell me something. Yep. Why is this important? Mm. Why is this like um Well, there's a there's a reason why I didn't just skip over her initial speech from four days ago. No, it, I know it it's is, it's important. It is important. But why is it important? If you listen to what she described, she she was laying out Trump's plans. Correct. Economic plans. 100%. Okay. And the British market did exactly what the US market did when Trump first laid out those plans. It tanked right off the bat when Trump got elected yep. and he laid out his economic plans, our market tanked. And he was, he, he stayed the course. Nope. Hold the line. We're going to see this through. And we had the best economy this country's ever seen. Okay. She has no balls. Her market tanked just like ours did. And instead of her saying, nope, hold the line, stay the course. We're going to see it through. She fucking caved. Well, she didn't just cave. And the globalist elite drove her out That's, so fucking that fast. That is what it the important part is. even Because funny. the new, uh, what's her name? Uh, fucking the dictator that took over over there as their uh king charles no well not... they're they haven't elected a new prime right now they are without they are rudderless well they they're they a have ship a... without a captain well they had uh what's her name was the pr they're talking prime about minister. bringing boris back she was the prime minister yeah i know trust. she's gone well yeah well let's get that but we'll, we'll she didn't resign until yesterday no she doesn't she resigned today or today today she resigned today today yeah. okay. yes yeah yes that's what i thought I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Time out. But so let's let's 
because they're what? saying chancellor and I'm like chancellor that's not the chancellor that's no no so she she sacked the she chancellor sacked the chancellor that's 4 correct. days ago and then she resigned today so in between in the in between time this is what um Mark Stein was saying you know we listen to him a lot about the jab and stuff but uh, I Pilled was, is looping yeah pilled is being crazy all the people over on pilled are saying like look I'm sorry folks I'm pilled I I can't we, I don't know have, what else to tell you. Yeah. We have nothing to do with it. Yeah, we it's have no not issues. on our end. Yeah, it's a pilled issue. It is a pilled issue. We have, uh, we are, I haven't missed a frame yet. And we yeah. are pumping and streaming. Yeah, it's um, streaming great on Twitch. It is streaming really good on Twitch. I apologize. I, I Crazy Chuck with a K, I know you're over there, buddy. Uh, Raja D, I know you're over there too. Um, Latanya, I saw you over there. Cherokee Tracker. Guys, I understand. I, I'm just telling you. Pop on over, Pam Dye. Pop on over to Twitter or Twitch yeah, or Twitch. Uh, Rumble or yeah. Patriot uh, Party Pod on Twitch. We're we're everywhere, and this is the reason why we do that, yeah. just in case this yeah. happens. Yep. So um, normally, when I I try to uh, check it, no one else on Pilled is looping. Okay. Interesting. Okay. All right. So it's fixed itself. Apparently. Weird. Weird. Okay. Anyway. All right. All right. So, Sweet. so Mark Stein. Now this is in between. This was after she sacked the chancellor. Yep. Before she resigned. Before she res resigned. Mm -hmm. Liz Truss wanted to be the new Thatcher and she has achieved that in just one respect. Like Mrs. Thatcher, she has been done in by her colleagues. In Mrs. T's case, it took the backstabbers 11 years to pull that off. In Miss Truss's case, it took uh, 11 days, give or take. Here is the Leader of the House subbing for the PM at question time. All we know right now is, unless she tells us otherwise, that the Prime Minister is cowering under her desk and asking for it all to go away. Isn't it about time she did and let somebody else who can make decisions in the British national interest get in charge instead? Yeah. Well, the Prime Minister is not uh, under a desk as the... She's good. Vicious but good. So if you've just landed from planet Zongo and you're wondering how a sophisticated advanced parliamentary democracy like the United Kingdom works, well, as Badgett famously put it, the Constitution is divided between the dignified and the efficient parts. The efficient part isn't in the least bit efficient and the dignified part is increasingly entirely undignified. But be that as it may, there is a ceremonial head who gets to go around waving her hand and carrying her handbag and preserving ancient cultural traditions such as Irish step dancing. Oh, she's rather good at that. And going among her people such as this recently unemployed black man now being retrained for casual construction site work. Meanwhile, all the policy decisions are made by a so-called head of government who, as in Germany, is known as a chancellor. In this case, uh, like Bismarck, he's an iron chancellor, ruthless and all-powerful. UK's new finance minister reverses all of Liz Truss's tax cuts. Oh, don't worry. As with the loopier Ottoman sultan, such as Mustafa I, who sat in a cage with two concubines giggling at them all day long. Liz is still permitted to sit in a padded windowless room protected by court eunuchs 
in case she gets hold of something she might harm herself with. With the Ottoman sultans, it was sharp objects such as cutthroat razors. With Liz, it's access to the Conservative Party Twitter feed, which is fortunately now safely in the hands of Chancellor von Hunt. Uh, look at this. The most important objective for our country right now is stability, says Jeremy Hunt. Indeed. That's why we overthrow the leader every month. Pat and uh, uh, that's why we overthrow the leader every month, because stability is the most important. Uh, Tammy wants to know, is Boris back? Not yet. Not yet. But they're but talking, they're talking about, about, it. about it. Seriously. Seriously. Uh, there's they're a talking possibility. about bringing Boris back. There is a possibility to that. So the um, Daily Star over real in the quick, UK. Tara, yes, we do love your sass. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. We wouldn't keep you around if we yes. love your sass. Um, and Kiwi Boy, she probably did enjoy the gangbangs with goats. I'm just saying. Really? You who, never know. Who? I don't know whoever he was talking about. Who enjoyed gangbangs with goats? I, I don't, I don't. I, I, the only ones I've ever seen enjoy gangbangs with goats are like Arab men. <laughs> There's a lot of them in England these days. Yes. They enjoy gangbangs <laughs> with goats then probably. Oh, just yes. Can Biden be next, please? Unfortunately not. Um, let's see. Anyway. But uh, yeah. So the Daily Star over in the UK. Um did this they had this live running youtube feed this is fucking hysterical they got ahead of lettuce and they wanted to see what would last longer liz trust or the head of lettuce lettuce or liz and uh, i can tell you which one is doing better than the other but we'll we'll check it out just in case just in case you don't believe us There it is. The lettuce outlasted Liz Trust. And it's dressed up like Liz Trust. Yes. And it's keep calm, carry on. That that's pretty funny. Actually. That is that is pretty it's dry funny. British humor there. Right it is there. it is really and actually, um, so okay, so it's like a good dry martini. So, um, so, so her her speech this morning. Remember, she said she was a fighter. A fighter. She was a fighter. She believed in fighting for causes, doing stuff. Right. Let us talk about it. Well, when it Let comes when it comes time to doing patriot shit. See, I named the episode "Let Us Live." She's not as patriotic as you would like oh, to think. Oh, not so. I came into office at a time of great economic and international instability. Families and businesses were worried about how to pay their bills. Putin's illegal war in Ukraine threatens the security of our whole continent. And our country has been held back for too long by low economic growth. I was elected by the Conservative Party with a mandate to change this. We delivered on energy bills and on cutting national insurance. And we set out a vision for a low-tax, high-growth economy that would take advantage of the freedoms of Brexit. I recognise, though, given the situation, I cannot deliver the mandate on which I was elected by the Conservative Party. I have therefore spoken to His Majesty the King to notify him that I am resigning as leader of the Conservative Party. This morning I met the chairman of the 1922 committee, Sir Graham Brady. 
We've agreed that there will be a leadership election to be completed within the next week. This will ensure that we remain on a path to deliver our fiscal plans and maintain our country's economic stability and national security. I will remain as Prime Minister until a successor has been chosen. Thank you. Yep. Liz Cross has resigned as our 45 days. No, 44 days. 44 days. Damn it. I should have done. We should have done Fly Fly American Pie tonight for mm. the opener. Oh. That would have been uh, okay. hysterical. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So uh so she's she's a she's a fighter. She's out. Yep. Bye, Liz. Oh, yep, yep. And here here's uh here's the Daily Star because of course this is still a live feed going on. Yep. So if you play play that, then um uh, yeah. it's playing right now. It's playing. There you go. Thank you for watching. Lizzie Lettuce will return. Let us thank you with the lettuce cam on. There you go. That's um that's some very dry British humor again. It's quite ridiculous. It, it is really stupid. But oh my god! Who does this? L heads of lettuce. And but hey, cameras. well, actually, you know, it's apparently funny. you can get a million views though if you do it. It's pretty funny because uh, around, uh, I just saw a meme the other day. Uh, someone put it up on on Twitter that it was. Uh, Oz Fetterman and a head of cabbage and the head of cabbage was winning with 93% of the vote. <laughs> it, yeah, but there's been some crazy shit going on in Philly though. There has been some crazy shit we, going on. We in saw like, uh, was it a gas station the other night? Uh, <laughs> some dude just on his way home from work. Just got shot in the head. Yeah. He yeah. just got shot in the head. Mm -hmm. Like guy walked up, uh, just shot him, took his watch and his wallet and that was it. Had a whole car there. Could have taken a car. What about the dude that got uh, hit by the bus and the woman went and robbed his corpse? There's there's another one. Mm -hmm. like, I, th I think that was in New York. That was in New York, though. I think. Yeah. 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 I, it's an, I mean, it's an everyday thing. We're, we're, what, what have we come to? It's gotten to the point now where people are... People oh. have completely lost any connection that they had at the genetic level to God, and they have no more moral compass. And I think this adds back to your revelations theory. Thank you. Because like part of hell on earth is people like people just crazy. doing whatever they want to do. Yeah. And they don't give a fuck anymore about the consequences. You know, I was, I listened to, uh, I was listening to the SGT report on, on the way here. Cause again, I, now our kids change sports. So practice ends at four forty-five, five o'clock. So I get home like right as the show is starting. Um, which means I have to set it all up like, well in advance. So anyway, um, but, uh, I was listening to the SGT report and he had on, um, I want to say his name was Ben Armstrong. Anyway, he said, uh, the Democrats are all about fighting for your right to sin. Think about it. They want equal rights for sin. Everything that they propose equal rights for is Labeled as a sin in the Bible. Think about it. True. Yeah, I, I could. I couldn't find an argument. I was like, going go, abortion. That's that's murder. That's, that's a, a sin. Mortal sin. That's. I mean, um, homosexuality. And don't another get me sin. wrong. I don't really care one way or another who you fuck. But in the Bible, it's a sin. Um, 
I mean, I mean, God defines it. He defines it as sex yeah. between a man and a woman, not between a man and a man yeah. or a woman and a woman. It's a man and a woman. Relations outside of marriage. I mean, it, it's all, when you think about it, yeah. I, I They advocate for your right to sin. They do, but look at what is going on, though. And people take advantage of people it. People are good with it. They're okay with it. Well, they're like, yeah, because they're sinning. They're saying, hey, they're shit. They're having time. This is like, uh, uh, what was that movie? Uh, Little Nicky. Yes. You remember yeah. when, you know, they were trying to get, they found a loophole to get out of hell yeah. and back on earth. Yeah. And they were doing it and everybody was like, oh, sin is fun. Sin is good. And they were, you know, basically taking over influential people and telling people in this city that, oh, this is all good, blah, blah, blah. Cisco Kid said, woe to those who, well, he didn't say it. The Bible said it. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Isaiah 5, 20, 21. Yep. Plain and simple. Absolutely. I, I think that's a. Yeah. That's, that's where right we're at. there. That's, that's where, where we're at. at. Yeah. We're, we're turning the dark to light. We're turning, we're trying to, uh, everybody who does this is trying to, everybody who has a, a podcast or is trying to, and, and you know, this Derek Johnson guys doing that. Yeah. That's why I said he's got a great heart and it's in the right place. I, I'm not, I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I'm just saying that I, I don't agree with this. We can still be friends and not agree with everything. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't going to get into this, but I, I, I guess maybe I should. Folks, look, we all miss Justin. I know that. But understand this right now. I am not going to be Justin. Vlin is not going to be Justin. Nobody on this side of the microphone is going to be Justin. There is no way you can replace Justin. Justin None. was Justin. That was it. Justin was Justin. He was one of a kind. Yep. He is a solo act. He is by himself. He is in that category that will stay there forever. I'm never going to forget him. However, I am never going to be him. I don't want you all to think that you're coming here because I'm all of a sudden going to be Justin. That ain't happening. Don't even get sold down that river. Justin and I took very different paths in life. However much at the end we both wanted to be, to, you know, be friends and be together. It at the time where we went in life was two different roads. When I tell you don't get sold into shit, don't get sold into that either. And don't think for a second that Justin walked on water while he was alive because he didn't. We all know that. That is not the case. We know Justin had his faults just like everybody else does. Just like you do, just like I do, just like Phelan does, just like everybody does. Everybody has their own faults. He's not a saint now. He's not Jesus now. He, he, he didn't purify all of that. Not in that way. I know that's tough for some folks to hear right now. I get it. It's a raw wound. I'm trying not to pour salt in it, but I also want expectations to be reasonable. There's no way 
I don't get me wrong. I love Justin. Just I was as much a fan of Justin as each one of you were. And some of you were a lot around for a long time before that. And I understand that your journey started years ago when Justin started. I gotcha. I'm never, ever going to take that away from you. I know I went out to Las Vegas. I saw somebody I considered my best friend. And I know just like you all, I was just as stunned to find out that he was not here anymore. And it's still something that doesn't sit right with me because I was just out there. I do harbor a lot of blame. I do take a lot of that blame because I was just there. I was contributing to this behavior just like anybody else was. I had a chance to change something and I didn't. Well, I didn't recognize that there was a problem like there was. I know we all make mistakes. Is this one ever, I'll ever forgive myself for? Probably not. However, what I do do is I know Justin. Well, I knew Justin. And what I knew of Justin, Justin wouldn't want this to stop. We're going to continue carrying on and especially about parts of Justin's lives that not a whole lot of us know a lot about to bring somebody back into the fold, like what we did with Jason. Um, I thought that added a layer, a lot of clairvoyance for stories I had heard and things I had never really heard about. I mean, I heard about him passing, but nothing official that brought a lot of clairvoyance to that clarity. And I, I think Everybody here benefited from that conversation. I've kept this quiet. I haven't said a lot about it because I don't believe there's a lot to be said. But I do absolutely believe everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Do what you want. Do what you will. I'm down with it. I just want you to understand there are standards that people are holding us to that are unattainable even for us. That is not what I am here to do. What I am here to do is I, I love that man just like you all did. I want to keep his memory alive. And if his memory is remembering all parts of his life, then that's what I want to do. And if you don't absolutely like it at the time, it might shed light as to where he was at the end. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm trying to find out, just like you all, I am just as angry with that motherfucker as you all are. I want to know, why the fuck did you do it? Dickhead, you could have fucking called me. Why didn't you pick up the phone? Why didn't you tell me what you were going to do before you did it? I am just as angry as every single one of you are. I know that we can't keep asking that question, though, honestly. If there's one thing I'll give the military, the military did teach me this. I had very short friendships because there were a lot of people that bounced in, bounced out. There were a lot of people that came in and were killed and never got to get much further than that. I can tell you this much. That has prepared me and has probably 
you guys might find it cold, abrasive. I'm an asshole, but I can compartmentalize that feeling and say, okay, that's good. I've had enough of it and I've put it away for now and it's gone. Tammy's right. Um, and actually this is something I wanted to, to say our, our show didn't start when Justin died. And now, I mean, we are keeping his memory alive and, and keeping what he did alive, but that is not the primary purpose of this show. Again, it didn't start when he died. We've been doing this show for two years. He added to it. He added to, to us in a way that was absolutely incredible. But we would have done this show if we never met him and we'd be doing the show right now if he was still alive and it wouldn't be any different. Except we might not smoke on the air every night. Nah, I give him that. He gave me balls to do that. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah you do it, dude. I'm down with it. But I, I, we're, there's not a lot about, of- we're not about to change us for anything because that's not us. There's a lot of shit I give Justin hundred fucking night and day credit for there's shit he did on the air that i was just like dude you're crazy but he did it i i don't blame him for it he did it though and i was like dude i that i respect i can uh you know we we talked about it the other night we were talking about how hard it is to talk to people he was one of those guys i i don't know if you guys realize this he was one of those dudes like i he could ask me a question i could tell him anything he wanted to hear and it wasn't about that because I, I I knew where the questions were coming from. They weren't coming from questions like a reporter would ask. They were coming like questions of like true sheer interest. Yeah, tr- true interest. Like he wanted to know he when he talked to people, he was so much better at this online shit than I've ever been. He's like, dude, you got to stay on it. I was like, how do you do it, though? He's like, dude, I go on every day, every I try to do it three, three times a day. He's like, uh, I try to do it twice before lunch and once after lunch. And he's like, I try to answer as much as I can in between. He's like, you got to do this online shit. He said, my show's though right in the middle of the day. So I have an issue there. Your show's later at night. He was trying to teach me how to do this shit. I'm like, dude, I, I, I don't know if you understand what it's like holding down a job and doing this at this on the same time. I said, I, I realize your situation is different. I can't go be checking social media fucking two, three times a day. But- that's what I do because I'm home. I'm on social media. I mean, I'm generally in the morning. Um, first thing like early, I'm like five thirty, six o'clock in the morning, like fucking early. Um, before I leave to bring the kids to school. That's and Eastern standard time, Eastern standard time. So, you know, some of y'all on the West coast might still be up partying, um, at three, three o'clock in the morning, your time. And then, you know, I do my, my homestead chores, take care of the animals and whatnot. And then I get on social media for a little bit at lunch and, and then I do some more work around here and then I, I start going on and setting up the show about two o'clock. Um, so I can get out the door and get our kid at, you know, leave by four. But I'm just saying all this, it's not to, I, I don't want to draw heartstrings about that. It's not about that. We do this for fun. We enjoy doing this. We love coming in here and talking to you all, all at night. Um, and we enjoy arguing in front of you. You, you gotta, you gotta understand this as funny as you all think it is. It's very cathartic. You guys should try it. You really should grab up. If you guys want to come over, 
not a problem. Just let us know and you can get on here. You can record your own shit. You can make it just for yourselves or you can broadcast it. I don't give a fuck. It's very cathartic though. You can to yell at your spouse in front of thousands of other people <laughs> that you fun. have absolutely no idea who they are. Yep. But if they ever saw you in public, public, they'd probably walk up to you and go, man, you're such a dick to your wife. <laughs> Or they would look at your wife and say, man, you're a dick to your husband. You know, shit like that. I mean, but it's that, it is cathartic to do that. And it's nice to have that. And it's funny because. It's almost like going to a therapist, but you have a. We've had more comments that this is how my house is when I'm at home (laughs) than we've ever had. Like, hey, you guys fucking suck. Yeah. Like we've had more comments. My house is exactly like this at night at home. It's just, you know, I I just want to make sure that we're all on the same sheet of music. I really wasn't going to address this. I really respect the person and I'm going to keep his name out of it and he's not going to be mentioned. However, I, I want you all to understand that we, me and Justin had way two different backgrounds. We were kind of the same person, but not in the same ways. And I, I, I just, uh, I love the guy and I, I love all of you. I, I love it for the same reason Justin loved it. It is fun to come in here every night. It is fun to talk to you all. It is fun to read your comments. It is fun to read your emails and your text messages. We, I enjoy all of that shit. Justin did too. And if there's one thing that Justin was way better at that I suck at, Justin rocked with names and I fucking suck with names. But if me and you ever see each other face to face, I'll never forget your face. I will see you 40 years down the road. I'll be like, I know you. I don't know what your name is, but I fucking know you. And we will figure it out from that point on because you'll be like, oh shit. Yeah, good point. He does that a lot, actually. Random people. And always figures it out. I'm That's... That's it, though. I just a little housekeeping. Apologize. Well, before we move on to Russia, Russia, Russia um, and Ukraine, more housekeeping, actually. Uh, Our promo code for Kush Creams is officially active. Uh, Yes. So kushcreams.com, Defiant Networks as a promo code. So check it out. Um, Again, the best topical in the game, uh, 21 time, 22 time now, it will be 22 times, Yeah, 21 time right now, Cannabis Cup winner, (laughs) Kush Creams, Megan Kush. Uh, She actually, listen to this wacko, she fucking changed her last name to Kush. Don't call her wacko, she's awesome. Is that not crazy? That's fantastic. I love that shit. I think that's awesome. That means she like lives her brand and I think that's fucking awesome. So- if you can find somebody that loyal to their brand that they're willing to change their name to it, fuck it. You, you know that's good shit. And I can tell you from experience now, both with a fucking retarded hand and my neck, her shit works. All of her shit works. And we have all of it. We have the roll-on. We've got this. We've got the permafrost, uh, the bomb. Yeah. This shit is amazing. It's cold. It feels cold. And it, it it's cold and hot at the same time. And I tell you what, if you got a sore muscle, that's the way to go. She's also got a topical brand for you ladies and for you guys. Um, her vitamin E regimen. Holy shit. If you've never used it on, if you got real bad dry skin, mm-hmm. I do. Holy shit. Especially in the winter when it flares up, you rub some of that shit on, you're good. Don't worry about it. Good shit. Anyway. So yeah, cushcreams.com, promo code defiant. Yes. So. What's the other? You said two things. Um... 
No, I said just housekeeping. I said another housekeeping thing. Yeah, you had thing. two things. Well, that was the, the first thing was the one you went over. And then the other thing oh, okay. was kushdreams.com. Oh, I you were talking about something else. No, no, no. no. Anyway. No. My bad. Yeah. Well, we're not going to get to Russia, Russia, Russia just yet because we got to stick within the elections right now. Well, uh, then, because uh, we were we were going overseas first. Oh, okay. Well, let's go overseas then. Fuck. Right. I can wait on this. Yeah, because we'll, we'll definitely get to, don't worry. We'll if we're going to get an elections, then we're good. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll shut my mouth. But. All right. So y'all remember what happened, obviously, with the Nord Stream pipelines blowing up, right? Yeah. It was sabotage. Sabotage. Sabo. Yes. That was the name of a Japanese shoe. And, and they considered throwing the Japanese shoe into a machine, an act of sabotage. Okay. Well, um, Sweden, Sweden, Switzerland. I don't know. Let this guy tell it. Yeah, we'll let him tell it because he's up on the screen. Yeah. Sweden just revealed who destroyed the Nord Stream pipelines. We're going to take a look at the latest and we're going to put an end to this mystery once and for all. You are not going to want to miss this. For Europe, it just keeps getting worse. Nord Stream gas pipelines connecting Russia to Europe. Scientists recorded explosions in the Baltic Sea before detecting three simultaneous leaks. And this comes at a tipping point time for Vladimir Putin's war in Ukraine. On September 26th, a flurry of explosions on two underwater pipelines connecting Russia to Germany triggered massive gas leaks spewing into the ocean. The explosions happened at four locations, two in Denmark's exclusive economic zone and two in Sweden's. Shortly after the explosions, Swedish officials conducted a series of official investigations into what appeared to be a clear act of intentional sabotage. And yet, after completing their investigations, Swedish officials refused to share any of their findings, either with Russia or with Europe. Even Denmark was shut out of their investigative findings. The only thing they would confirm is that they did find evidence that the pipelines were intentionally sabotaged. According to the German paper Der Spiegel, Sweden justified its refusal by claiming, quote, the confidentiality level of the results of its investigation was too high to share them with other states. The mystery of Sweden's actions only deepened just days ago when Swedish officials rejected plans to set up a formal joint investigation team with Denmark and Germany to look into the cause of the explosions. According to Reuters, Sweden rejected the proposal for a joint investigation team from the judicial cooperation agency Eurojust because such a joint investigation would include legal agreements under which Sweden would have to share information from its own investigation that it deemed confidential and its release would be a threat to their national security. But why? What's going on here? Why all the sudden secrecy on Sweden's part? Why? Why? Why all the sudden secrecy? Yes, turn turn this pretentious prick off asshole off because yes, he is very, that that accent very, is so fake. Uh, like he's trying to bring in a very high class European I'm accent. So aristocratic. Look at me. Not I'm wearing not a jacket with a t-shirt. Anyway, um, oh, I do that. My bad. <laughs> you do. I do. But uh, so so why? Why would Sweden conduct an investigation and then say, nope, we can't tell you what we found. And no, no, you you can't do your own investigation. No, we're not actually going to do this joint investigation because then we're going to have to tell you what we found. And we can't tell you what we found because of national security. Man, who else uses national security a lot? 
We do. We do. Why, babe? Why? Why do you think that Sweden won't release the findings of their investigation? Because either we did it or they did it. And what are the chances that Sweden did it? Actually, pretty good. Considering that there was U.S. naval ships within a mile of the explosions when it happened, they ha- they were operating underwater drones in the area, saying they were moving rocks yeah, around there, there on the ocean there floor. There wasn't drones. That wasn't drones. Whatever. That underwater fucking whatever the things look, were. Look, okay. So let me let me lay this out for you, okay? So first of all, the section that was destroyed, understand it was a 20-foot by 40-foot uh, section of pipe that was completely obliterated, all right? Um, from the picture that I saw under the water that you can make out throughout all the bubbles, all right, this section of pipe is clean cut. All right. The only way you do that is two shape charges placed on either end. And the only people that I'm sorry that are actually good at underwater shit like that are the seals, unfortunately. And those crazy bastards would dive to that depth. And you can dive to that depth without a problem and still operate. And you could have very easily implanted and put all those drones out there to hide the fact that there were some seals swimming from a DSRV uh, to the fucking pipeline, fucking throwing some shape charges on the pipeline and blowing the pipeline in place. And trust me, you can make a big enough blast underwater that you won't set fire to the pipeline. And the pipeline's going to shut down at two control points, both before it and after it. So... We did it. That's what I think. That's what I think, too. You, you don't put drones in the water unless you're trying to hide something below the drones. Scattered drones will cause all sorts of uh, what they call uh, ship to shore. Radar interferences. Interference. There you go. And they will create echoes. Sonar, sonar interference. Yeah. Uh, they, they'll, well, they'll create sonar echoes. They will co- create uh, even radar echoes because we have radar that works underwater now. Doesn't work off of sonar, works off of something else. It's classified, but it is under there. Um, you can't hide from it. Very difficult to hide from it. Uh, I don't believe for a second that. We, with everything we believe, you mean to tell me for one second that you believe that another country went there and destroyed that pipeline? No, we did it. Okay, good. I'm, no, I'm glad me and you see the it. same way on that one. Whew. There's, there's. Uh, That's a scary thought. Biden and Victoria Newland, that fucking crazy psycho- psychopathic Twat. bitch, both came out and said that if Russia invaded Ukraine, we were going to destroy the Nord Stream pipelines. And now the Nord Stream pipelines are destroyed, and we're like, oh, who did it? Oh, I wonder. I don't know. Hello. Hello. Who did it? Who did it? Anyway. How dare you? So, how dare you? How dare you? Yeah, exactly. So, um, high fives. No, ru- five eyes. No, uh, the, 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 the war in, in Russia and Ukraine is it's heating up, heating up in the cold. But there's no war, so don't. I don't. I don't it's not and, really going you know, on. Interesting. So remember, I called out the ski guy the other day. Yeah. Um. So he got back to me on Twitter and was like, Did he? "Thank you for responding to me. I'd love Did to come on your show sometime and talk about uh, terrain theory versus germ theory. And I hope you're feeling a lot better after your illness. And by the way, uh, I'm in Poland, and you're absolutely right about what's going on in Ukraine because I've spoken to people on the ground, and it's all bullshit. 
And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. We want them on. <laughs> yes, I know. Tell Ski I want them on. <laughs> we're going to bring them on. Holy shit. We're going to bring them on. Guys, a true we're going to prove <laughs> my theory on Ukraine. <laughs> So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cause, fuck yeah because they're what like six seven hours ahead of yeah. us. So um, I'm gonna bring them on for a true conspiracy on a Sunday because that's easier timing. Yeah, than, you know, two o'clock in the morning over there that would just suck. So um, so yeah, so we'll we're we'll bring he's him on in Poland. No, he's nine hours ahead of us. Okay, so maybe we should bring him on at night because it's like five o'clock in the morning there. No, three o'clock in the morning. Three o'clock. Yeah, no, that would suck. So anyway, so um, anyway. Let's go see what's going on in Ukraine. Yeah. This is important, I think. Not really, but it's not. Don't think it's important, folks. CNN, look at how serious this guy looks. Oh, my God. Mm, mm. I'm mean mugging. This is what it was like driving into a parking lot with Justin, by the way. <laughs> I'm dead serious, folks. This is how Justin would be looking when we drove into a parking lot. I am dead fucking serious. Not with me. I am not joking, not for one second. He'd be mad mugging everybody in the parking lot. <laughs> Be like, Justin, calm down, dude. We're not going to fight in the parking lot. It's like, you never know. Dude. I hate those little cars. I was like, man, holy shit. You're hysterical. All right. Anyway, my bad. Hmm. Retired U.S. Army Brigadier General Steve Anderson joins us now. Uh, so good to have you with us, General. Let's first start, if we could, by talking a little bit more about the capability of these kamikaze drones. What specifically can they do? Why are they seen as, as the choice to make right now? Well, uh, thank you very much for having me. I think it's telling to see just how desperate Vladimir Putin is. He has to go to the Iranians to get drones like this. But these can be very effective drones. They're intended to be fired in unis in, in groups, in swarms. Uh, and they've, they, their launching platform has five uh, rockets on them. They're rocket-assisted. They fly to their target. They have 1,500 miles of range. So that means that they can... They can launch these things conceivably from Moscow all the way into anywhere in, in, in Ukraine. They carry an 88-pound warhead, uh, which is enough to maybe not take out a bridge, but cause some pretty significant damage. I mean, you don't want flying in your, one in your apartment window in the morning, that's for sure. But these things are effective. Uh, we saw that the Ukrainians were able to knock out 85%, but again, they're being deployed in swarms, so a few are going to get through. And those that get through are intended to terrorize the Ukrainian people. They're trying to take out infrastructure. They're trying to knock out energy uh, assets prior to the winter to make life more miserable for the Ukrainians. Uh, but look, spoiler alert, uh, spoiler alert to Mr. Putin. It's not going to work. Hmm. All right. So let first, me let me off. let me correct this fucking moron really quick. I know because he's an idiot. I know he's a first fucking off, moron. Do you know where those do you know where those drones come from? Iran. Yeah, those they're are Iranian. Those are Iranian uh, drones. No, no, number one. Okay, first of all, he's wrong. Swarm drones work like this. All right, you have unless you can isolate the one that's controlling all the others, there's one that the others follow, like the mother drone. Yes, correct. And it, it, well, they call it the queen drone. Same thing. The queen. The queen runs and all the drones follow her. Whatever she does, he do they do. Okay. The problem is if the queen is in swarm habit, you cannot identify which drone is the queen. So you can't just stop them. But the second the queen locks on and attacks, every drone follows her. And every drone remembers the direction she was going. So as soon as they swarm back around and the one locks on and takes off in front of the pack, the rest lock onto the same target that she's locked onto 
And it doesn't matter whether you kill her at that point, all the rest of them are still coming to, to you. So that's how those things work. They're not meant to, for onesies or twosies. They're meant for like 30. 30 at once in one area. Riley, our internet is fine, honey. We haven't dropped a single frame all show. Um, but uh, Pilled has been a Acting little up. ridiculous all night. So come over to Rumble or Twitch. Yeah, I, I apologize. No one else is having any issues. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not having any issues. I, I'm not dropping anything right now. I haven't dropped anything all night, actually. It's been the first time that we've had a really strong stream yeah. presence. But it, it, it's a, I, I think that these things are, are not, they're, they're not being hyperbolic about it, but, and that's fine. I, I get that. Don't be hyperbolic about it because it is still a mainframe controlled system. If you hack the system, you can actually destroy the drones, drones where they sit, which is actually pretty pimp if you think about it. However, on the other side of it, though, when you think about what we're talking about here, they have control over these drones and Russia's using them right now. And they said that, well, only onesies and twosies will get through. That is not true. These things are hard to shoot down. You don't just sit there with a fucking Gatling gun and fucking red barrel a Gatling gun on a fucking goddamn drone, drone swarm. swarm. That's not how that works. And if they're they're flying and they're going somewhere, you're not going to be able to just shoot them down. They don't work that way. So I, whatever, I, I don't give a fuck whatever this guy says. He's an idiot. But that's why you don't listen to CNN. I'm not trying to waste your time, but. Or Holy retired shit. To, no, that, that was, that was the next clip. I pulled it up. Oh, you did? And now I we... just closed it. So my bad. Well, I don't get all <laughs> fucking loud nose breathing with me. No, wrong one. That's the one I was on below. Loud nose breathing. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I literally like reached across fucking, you. Well, I, I don't fucking remember. Obviously. I don't know. Let me see. Um, now I have to figure it out because again, there's a lot of clips. Uh, oh, these are the, this one of the older ones too. I didn't think he was going to say anything much more important. No, no, it was, there was a, I closed that one out and brought up oh, the next okay. clip. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. It looked like the same retard, so I'm sorry. No, it's a it's a different. It's retard. a different retard. This oh, one's okay. on this one's on Sky News and not on uh, CNN. Uh, so all right, see there there's the problem. There was the see? problem. You're going to liberal stations on me, Michael. Yes, oh Jane. Goodness. Thanks. Just the context of what uh, Dominic was saying there in the Hershen region. Uh, there is clearly something going on. We were saying yesterday that there's been a news blackout from Kiev, uh, and they always do this when they're on the offensive, when they think they'll have something to report in a little while. And the situation on the ground as we know it is that the Russians are holding a line from Sneharivka to Milove, and they're trying to hold that line against uh, Ukrainian attacks south, moving south against that line. And also, the Ukrainians are trying to get behind the defences of Kherson in the, in the southwest. They're trying to get around the back of it, and they're putting pressure on the city uh, itself. We knew that that was going on. We don't know what's new, although we can guess. And for instance, the, uh, the Russians have been saying on social media for weeks that the 63rd uh, mechanized brigade, the Ukrainian 63rd, have been completely destroyed in this offensive. They don't exist anymore. Well, believe me, they do exist and they're doing pretty well. We won't talk about what they're doing, but they're doing rather well and they're moving quite quickly. 
and elsewhere, things are happening. So Ben Wallace was in uh, Washington yesterday talking to Lloyd Austin, his counterpart in the States. That's unusual, a, a sudden trip at short notice. The RAF had an RC-135, a river joint as it's called. That's the surveillance aircraft. And it was in the Black Sea yesterday with two typhoons riding shotgun to protect it. And it spent some time yesterday just going around in circles, literally listening to everything that was going on on the coast. The, uh, the, the river joint, they just hoover up everything that they can get from the ground, including the telephone calls that soldiers might be making. I wouldn't be surprised if there isn't another river joint up again today somewhere in the Black Sea. We'll find out probably later on today when we see the flight tracks that have been uh, created. Something is happening. We don't really know what it is, but clearly the Russians now are talking about withdrawing uh, civilians from Kherson, which, by which they mean uh, the Russians who want to go and those uh, Russians uh, who may have collaborated with uh, uh, the authorities, and there are queues building up for the ferries to get out. We don't know how big these queues may become, but clearly the Russians are preparing to do one of two things in Kherson, either to withdraw their troops or to fight for it. We don't know which. Um, the General Sorovikin, he is believed back last September to have said to Putin, we need to withdraw. We need to draw a, a safer line a bit further east than we are now, or we'll be surrounded. Putin is believed to have said, no, you've got to stay. Sorovikin seems to be softening up with the Russian public, possibly for, for, as Dominic said, either a withdrawal or a really big battle around Kherson in which maybe new weapons might be used. We'll see. Me whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute, folks. Let me show you something really quick. Let me jump back here just a little bit. Let me show you something. I'm going to bring this up. Let me bring us up somewhere in here. We'll do this one. Wow. All right, folks. Now, everybody look, Okay. Uh, you should be able to see my mouse on the screen. It's a little flaky, but right here, right? Yeah. Nova. No Nova Kakova. They are, that's where they were loading those people at. Okay. Uh, on the boats. Yeah. And they're going to float them up. Uh, this is the Mersk River right here. They're going to float them up the Mersk River back towards Russia and friendly waters. Um, Out of Crimea? Yeah. If, if you, you look at this, one, uh, two... Two. There's two that I know of. There are two nuclear power plants in this area. Uh, I could see this lining up for our nuclear false flag. Event. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see a nuke being set off there. You, if he said, if he, if he set off a dirty nuke at a nuclear power plant, what would that do? Oh, that would be an uncontrolled reaction, like Chernobyl to on steroids. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, it is. I know, Linz. I just got the text today. Uh, I wasn't sure if everybody's up. aware of that. Uh, I apologize. I'm sorry. But Linz is right. This takes precedence right now. Sirius CBD is back up. They are processing orders as of today. I got the text earlier today. I apologize. Thank you so much, Linz. You just saved my ass. Uh, I completely forgot about that. Yes, Sirius CBD is back up. Got the text today. They're processing payments now. Everything is back running normal. So go get your series CBD. Use promo code Defiant. Yes, please. Uh, or or uh, WRP USA, WPR um, USA or WPR USA um, or any any one of them. Use Just fucking use Defiant because we know it works. Uh, bear whatever. Just. 
go get it. If you need to get it, go get it. I know there's been people waiting. I know uh, my buddy, uh, I, I called him this morning. I told him about it this morning. Uh, he's uh, the guy that's got the girl with uh, epilepsy. And uh, I called him. I said, yeah, they're back open. She's like, thank God. He's He was getting really desperate. I ran him a couple bottles the other day uh, just for his daughter. I was like, here. He's like, thank God. Uh, but I'm serious, folks. If you need it, go get it. Uh, it is back open. They are running their orders again. Uh, everything is going. Just get out there and get your Siri CBD today. Uh, but again, going back to this map, though, I could definitely see that because this Crimea region, Russia couldn't give a shit less about. They really couldn't. It's part of Ukraine. They know no, that. No, well, it's part. It's Russian controlled. It's well, like it's Russian controlled right now. But I mean, it's really part of Ukraine, honestly. And they drop a nuke there. They know the Ukrainians are never going to fucking occupy that area for a while, especially with the number of nuclear power plants close to that area. Uh, yeah. Don't manifest shit like that. Move on to the next one. I'm just saying. Hey, I, I I see it. It's but it's a the, fucking the, unholy fucking thing the, to see that. Next, and I see where they're drawing a line in the sand. They're saying, look, you cross this line in the sand. And right now he was talking about Ukrainians trying to skirt in the back door around here to put pressure directly on the city. I'm like, wait a minute. No, bitches. Nah, that's not how this works. They're going to draw this line and you're going to cross that line. They're going to drop a nuke on your ass. Watch. It's coming. Just calling it right well, now. The next clip may lend credence to that theory actually because this is this is ugly it's it's getting closer folks getting closer mm. as russian forces continue to pound ukrainian cities destroying infrastructure like power facilities and water systems ukraine is for the first time in the war facing the prospect of significant nationwide energy blackouts and in a desperate race to save the power grid, its government on Thursday has started putting restrictions on energy use in place. It says it wants to cut power by about 20% to allow repair teams to work on the system, beginning with a 16-hour cutback that started at 7 a.m. Thursday morning. In Kiev, local resident Mikhailo Halovnenko told us he's prepared. There's much anger against Russian leaders and Russian people, he says. We're ready for outages. We have candles, charged power banks. Ukraine is charged to win. Ukraine's energy minister says he's seen a voluntary decrease in electricity consumption. But when it's not enough, they'll have to bring in forced shutdowns. So far, and depending on the area, power cuts have included shutting off street lighting and replacing electric public transport buses with diesel. One region also cut off its water supply for the day. In markets, some were seen stocking up on bottled water. Ukraine is continuing to press counteroffensives against Russian forces in the east and south of the country, although it's struggling to protect power-generating facilities from missile and drone strikes. Parts of Ukraine have been without these services for a long time, but Russia's targeting of infrastructure has increased dramatically in recent weeks, a tactic which appears designed to disrupt and demoralize as winter approaches. Look, folks, if, if they hit the power grid and they can't get that power grid back up, you're talking about a lot of people fucking suffering there. It's going to be ugly, especially if this is a real going war, like seriously, like they're actually fighting, which I don't think they are. Um, but if they, if that power grid can't get back up, you're talking a lot of people that are going to die this winter. 
they don't have normal winners like we do. Their winners are normally considered epic. Um, they have really bad winners. Uh, oh yeah. It is colder than a fucking, it, it, it gets cold over there. Real cold. I've watched it. I've been there, not necessarily in Ukraine, but I've been in Kosovo, Bosnia, and both of those places. Uh, they saw the worst winter in 30 some odd years when I was there. Of course, why not? And I, I remember trucking through the freaking woods with snow up to my nuts. So I can tell you right now, this is no joke that what they're about to walk into this winter, those wood stoves don't have them prepared. If this is true, if there's really a war going on, there's a lot of people that are going to die just from the cold alone. Uh, All right. I heard today there's a, an old lady in the UK and every day she'd ride the bus around like just in this past month gotten cold over there every day she ride the bus around and finally someone asked her why where are you going why are you riding the bus every day she said i can't afford to heat my home i can't afford to heat my house during the day so it's warm on the bus i ride the bus around every day so i can stay warm then i only have to pay for heat in my home at night look i I gotta tell you too i i've been in those eastern Bloc countries where austere living conditions are a way of putting it we are so spoiled here. You have, you guys have, you have no idea. I, I saw you've like visited other places in the world. You have no idea how spoiled we are. I saw like 90, 90 year old men walking up mountains like that. I mean, they were literally just walking up them. Like it was no big fucking, no big deal. Their fucking lifestyle compared to ours is so much harder. And the little things that we take for granted, they, they harbor and cher- cherish. Cell phones. Or they've never even heard of. Or Yeah, some of them they've never even heard of. And like, I remember when we first got into Iraq, um, like right after the invasion, (laughs) one of our guys smoked and- uh, Well, good. Hit the hits from the bong while you tell the story. He would would tell the kids, hey, give me a carton of smokes. And these kids brought back these like, I mean, these things were like- from like 1970 Vickery cigarettes and shit I mean these things were so old it wasn't even funny but the kid sold it to him he's just like uh, yeah mister mister he's like yeah 50 cents and I watched that over time grow from 50 cents for a carton of smokes to a buck 50 before you knew it was like $7 a carton of smokes it's like wait a minute this isn't even worth 7 bucks I mean literally it wasn't it was, they were crap but that's what they were selling them for. That's what happens in war ravaged countries when everything goes to shit. Seven bucks would feed their families for a month. Yep. Yep. Kiwi Boy said we get just as cold here in Canada, minus 30 plus some parts, minus 40 plus. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh no! Oh, you guys! No, don't get it wrong. Yeah, don't get yeah. me wrong. You fucking nutbags up in Canada. You guys can keep that shit. There's a reason we call you Canadians, love. Yeah, it's not a term of making fun of you. It's, it's a, a term, term of, of endearment. It's completely a term of endearment. I there's a reason we left the great cold north when we did, and I ain't ever going back. You guys can go ahead and. I mean, that's so cold. My nuts hurt just thinking about it. I remember um, I was trying to 
Kiwi boy, this is a funny story. I was trying to tell her how cold it was up at Fort Dunn because she could never wrap her head around how cold it really was. And I, I tried to explain it to her that like, look, it got so cold up there that if you took your hand out of your glove to open your garage door, your hand froze to your garage door. And she's like, bullshit. I said, nah, it happened to my neighbor. I swear to God. Like first day I was there, I was going to the PT. I come out, my neighbor's sitting there in front of his garage door. I was like, you okay, dude? He's like, yeah, uh, my hand's frozen to my handle. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, my hand, I took my hand on my glove to open the, the, the garage and it froze to my handle. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. He's like, no. I went around, I took a heat gun to the backside of the lock. I warmed it up and he could finally free his hand. But yeah, that's how fast that shit is. It, you guys are up there are fucking nuts. I, I give you all the respect in the world. Fuck that shit. Your blood thins when you move to the South. My cousin, for example, I love her dearly, but she uh, she moved South when she was 13 and, uh, and she lived down here. Actually, she moved out to Colorado for a while. Um, when I lived out there, I actually followed her. I kind of followed her around the country for a while. Um, but, uh, she moved back. Ooh, MC. Yeah. She moved oh, back okay. to Atlanta and, uh, with her husband and whatnot. And, and they got divorced and she moved to New York, met this amazing guy, actually reconnected with this amazing guy from her past. And they got married and they moved to New York and she lived there for a couple of years. And, and a couple of years later, she called me up and she was like, I'm getting divorced. And I was like, why? She goes, I can't take the cold anymore. I was like, you're getting divorced over the weather. Have you lost your fucking mind? He's such a great guy. I mean, you never know what goes on in someone's marriage, but unless you broadcast it on air, like we do every day, but, um, yeah. And, and he was a great guy. He was like, if she just give me a couple more years, I'm about to retire and I'll move South. She can handle it. Nope. It's too cold. It happens anyway. Um, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, I don't, you know what? You don't have to get into this one. What is that? That's the, the, EU, the EU going off on. Um, oh, that shit. Yeah. So this was, this was uh, more Project Veritas coming out of New York City, more out of uh, Mayor. Old Adams. Eric Adams uh, department. Good shit here. Check this out. The cops are mad at us, though, because we roll back the private sector mandate, but are rolling back the public sector mandate. Like, public service employees still have to be man, uh, vaccinated, but we were requiring all private employers mandate vaccines as well. And we've stopped doing that. So. Why? No, no. Who gives a shit? Like, COVID's over, is the short answer. Why are we still doing it for the public sector? I don't know. We'll probably stop that in a few months. 1,400 people voluntarily quit their jobs rather than get vaccinated they don't serve their jobs back they chose not to do a very very harmless thing that like protects the rest of society i don't give a shit they're like this is unfair can deal with it we're allowed to set the terms of employment period what's the mayor say he said they quit why do they why should they get their jobs back they quit i have no sympathy for them like they made a choice that was the rule you had a very cushy government job. You could always go not work for the government. Although for a while you could, you just had to move out of New York, which was yeah. great. Again, no one was required to get vaccinated. You just had to get vaccinated if you had a job. So, could have moved to Florida. Um, being a cop is like the cushiest gig in the city. Like, you might get shot, but otherwise it's very good. 
He's like, the city is out of control. It is not safe. And I'm like, you're right. I just always joke that I'm like, New York's sort of like Hogwarts. Like, it's a lot of fun, great opportunities, and people die. Has he made any, like, changes with that in, um, in the city? Not as mayor. Like, he did a lot of stuff as a police captain. Um, he was one of the loudest voices, like, calling out various elements of the PD. Um, like, the police captain's union didn't endorse him in the primary. Why not? Because he, like, had been really aggressive against them. The mayor thinks he's got, like, ambition for running for president. I'm like, this is it for you. Like, no, you can't. You're very corrupt. And, like, lots of other issues. How's that? Um, like, he's worth two and a half million dollars. He has rental properties. And, like, all he's ever done is be a cop and a civil servant. Um, he's worth okay. two and a half million dollars and he's got a lot of rental properties and all he's ever done is be a public servant. First, uh, <clears throat> other than the utter disgust I have currently right now for the mm -hmm. city mayor in New York city. Well, and that, that wasn't the mayor, by the way, that was his, I know, uh, I know his, his chief of staff. I know, but just um, really so quick, other people understand. I, I want to make sure that I make this <laughs> abundantly clear. You know what? Fuck you. No, fuck it. No, fuck it. Fuck it. No, no, don't fuck you. Fuck it. You get to deal with it now, New York City. You voted for this. This is what you voted for. This is what you got. Now you get to reap your rewards. I don't give a fuck now. I, you can't pull at my heartstrings anymore for home. It, it don't work. Home ain't what it used to be. No, we ain't ever going back. Home when I was there was at least a halfway decent place for the rest of the world to operate. Home is not what it used to be. Home used to be where if you took a policeman's cap, you normally got your ass beat. Then you got drugged back to your parents. You got thrown up in front of your father. And then your father and your mother whooped the shit out of you. That is what home used to be. Not what we're seeing today. Not what we're seeing where cops are being assaulted in gas stations with bricks and fucking bottles being thrown at them by a bunch of kids on ATVs. That's not home. But that's what you all voted for. That's what you all get. Enjoy it. I want you to enjoy it. You have a corrupt mayor. That's dirtier than most of the water I'm sure that flows in the East River. But you elected it. Now you get to deal with it. Watch everybody scurry and flee. Watch everybody run from New York. Let me tell you liberals that are running from New York. If you're running from New York, don't bring your fucking politics with you, motherfuckers. Because down here in the South, we don't want them. We don't like your politics. No, no. Your politics needs to fucking go take a ride. Hotlanta is not the New York City of the South. It ain't. No. And don't come down here yeah, thinking that. Yeah, that shit is. up there. Uh-uh. Yep. Because this bullshit has got to stop. Red states need to be red states. Let the blue states do what they want. There will be a national divorce. If we are not careful... 
We are going to end up in the middle of it. It's coming really soon. And this is the highlight. This is this. I think this is kind of like the highlight reel today kicked it off. Okay. Yeah, it really did. Yesterday was bad, but today. No good. No bueno. No bueno. I want to bring you now an update that we think is important on a story we told you about last night. The CDC Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices was on the verge of adding the COVID vaccine to the childhood immunization schedule. That vote is scheduled for tomorrow. Now, as we said, if that vote passes, children will be forced to take the shot, the shot they do not need, no scientific basis for acquiring it, and the shot that could hurt them. They have to take that shot in order to be educated in the United States in a public school. Well, in response to our segment, The CDC complained on Twitter. They claimed that states and not the CDC established vaccine requirements for school children. But like so much else that we have heard from the CDC, and it pains us to say this, but it's true. Like so much else they have told us over the last two years, they're lying. And they know they're lying. More than a dozen states follow the CDC's immunization schedule to set vaccination requirements, not suggestions, requirements for children to be educated. For example, the Virginia Department of Health states that, quote, vaccines must be administered in accordance with the CDC's schedule. The state of Massachusetts says, quote, no student shall attend a preschool, elementary school or secondary school program without a certificate of immunization documenting that a child has been successfully immunized in accordance with a schedule that was, quote, developed in accordance with the recommendations of the CDC's advisory panel. Tennessee says its immunization requirement quote, follow the current schedule from the CDC. New Jersey, Vermont, Ohio say virtually the same thing. We could go on. The point is the CDC sets the standard and then it becomes required across the country. And of course they know that. Of course they know that. If they know anything, they know that. So we called the CDC and asked a simple question. Do you deny that once the COVID vaccine is added to the childhood immunization schedule, Many schools and states will require it based on your recommendation. And of course, they know that's true. We caught them lying, so they didn't even bother to respond to us because apparently we're not American citizens and don't deserve a response. Does not enhance your faith at all. So so that vote went through today. They, yep. they spoke about it. It for, was unanimous. Hold on. Well, they spoke about it for a whole about a minute and a half yep. at the beginning of the hearing this morning which started at 8.30 Eastern time. And they said, oh, we'll vote on that later in the day. So they voted on it at 1.20, 1.20 this afternoon. And mind you, I was I was wrong yesterday when I said it was a preliminary vote. Yesterday was the vote to put it on the... Ballot for today. No, no, no. On the, the free vaccine schedule for kids. So kids that... Um, that can't, that don't have health insurance, can't oh, it's afford even it, worse. That are on like Medicare, Medicaid, whatever. Those kids... Um, the, the free that, you know, yeah, it's it, even worse. It went on the, the freeze, the free vaccine list for kids called, uh, ASIP anyway. And then today it was voted on to go on the immunization schedule for all children. And it passed unanimously 15 to nothing. Yep. 15 to nothing. Yes. Um, yeah, Lynn's, uh, I texted Shauna and I asked her to activate the code. She, she actually had to set up a new website uh, for Sirius CBD, but Defiant is now active. 35% off your order with promo code Defiant at Sirius CBD, Sirius-CBD.com. Um, and uh, go get it. If yeah, you guys seriously. need it, go get it. Yeah. It's open. They, they're all, they're in stock of everything. Uh, they just had a brand new set of uh, flower arrive. Uh, trust me, everything. folks, the Kush, 
the the Hindu Kush that uh, mm -hmm, the pre fucking yep. the pre rolls yep. that Justin sent me. Yep. they're back in stock, folks. Go get them. Uh, the first pull off of one of those, I thought I was smoking a joint. Yeah. I swear to God. I was like, you, holy you, shit. You were. Am I smoking a joint? Yes. Yes, you are. But anyway, um, so yeah, so this this went this went through. Um so you know, in, in the way on the way home today, talking with our teenager, because it's about the only time I can get him to talk to me when we're locked in a car together for an hour and a half a day. You know, he's a teenager, that's what happens. And uh, and we've really been going back and forth about if he stays in his fancy private school next year. Or if he goes to the actually very good public school here in the town that we live in. Um, simply because the stock market has completely bailed. And I don't know that we can afford to send him to his fancy private school for the next two years. And if he's not going to be able to go a senior year, then I don't want to just pull him out for just the senior year. That's stupid. You know, you're going to pull him out, pull him out for junior and senior year. But I looked at him and I was like, honestly... It's really going to depend on uh, who wins in November as to whether or not you go to public school or private school next year. He said, what do you mean? Well, if Kemp wins the governor race in Georgia, there's a 50-50 shot that he gives a shit and does not require it for students in public school in Georgia. If Stacey Abrams wins, you can bet your bottom dollar that that shit's going to go on the fucking immunization schedule quick, fast, and in a hurry. And everyone in every every school in Georgia will be required to take the COVID jab. That's where we're at. So I, 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 to all those people, if you're not registered yet to vote, please go register. All right, first of all. I, I'm not... I'm not making this plea on deaf ears. Trust me, folks. My core has been rattled when it comes to my beliefs in this country concerning voting, concerning our rights, concerning our freedoms and liberties that have been given to us by God, not by man, but by God. I, uh, You don't have to preach to me about it. I shouldn't, and I don't try to preach to you about it, but voting is really important. Please, if you're not registered to vote, go register to vote. And do me a favor, bring 10 friends with you that aren't registered to vote and have them register to vote. And then go vote. Because literally this election I, I'm dead serious. They're trying to steal it. They are fucking already. Why do I, why do you say that, Mick? Why do I say that? And instead of this time playing it for you, I'm just going to read it to you because this is really interesting. This morning in Politico playbook, they let off with gas rules, everything around me. Gas rules everything around me. Hmm. There's a reason why the White House Chief of Staff, Ryan Klein, checks the uh, AAA's survey of gas prices every single morning. For all the well-informed punditry about the weather, uh, whether this or that issue will be a train upon which the 2022 rises and falls today with the 19 days left until Election Day, it seems that most salient issue for the election and most voters could be pretty straightforward. It's going to be gas prices, and it's stupid. This is what liberals are saying. 
I'm, I'm sorry. Why is that stupid? Look closely at so many of the metrics people have suggested to be determinative in the campaign from the inflation rates to Joe, uh, President Joe Biden's approval numbers. It becomes clear that gas rules everything around me. As prices went down in the summer, Democrats' fortunes improved. To that extent, it seemed like they could buck history and hold on to power in November. Now that they've inched back upward, polls have tilted to the GOP's favor. So realize this is coming from Politico playbook. They're even saying it's not going to happen right now, right now. The reality of it is the same time Everything is true, and the White House bristles at any insulation of the timing of Biden's Strategic Petroleum Reserve announcement is tied to the midterms. Something that came up again and again in conversations had administration officials on Wednesday. Biden tried to make the case himself, telling reporters that the moves were not politically motivated at all, which we don't believe. Of course they were. They, of course they are. And yet it... Nobody can argue the political benefit. This is in political playbook. To making such a public move just weeks before the midterm, knowing how gas prices weigh on voters' minds. Now, actually, I'm not really sure which poll Ron Klain and his staff are referring to. And the reason I say that is because the last Reuters poll, the number one thing that Americans were concerned about of all of the list of like, th there was 30 some odd things on there. I, I don't remember them all, but there was like 30 some odd things in there. Gas prices being high was one of them. Gas prices, inflation. The number one thing was inflation. Yep was not gas prices, but it was well, inflation. kind of the same thing. No, it's not. It's a different thing. Inflation affects everything. Gas in everything. Yes. Gas prices are very seclusive to one thing, the gas, the, the in, amount. In people's minds, Correct. yes. Correct. Yes. So, in reality, gas prices affect everything. Really quick, though. So, we're looking at this. Everybody says, well, gas prices are down. That means that's good. Because the economy is going to start to grow again. Understand. Gas prices are down because prices, we're in a recession. Gas prices being down for six days is not a good thing. It means here shortly, we're going to go back up again. Where we end, that is the question. Because I don't see this ending very well. No matter how this works out, at the end of the day, we, you and I, everybody that works for a living, you're fucked. Because how are you going to get there? How are you going to get to your job if you can't afford to put fuel in your vehicle? That's a great question. How is my company that pays for my gas for my vehicle going to pay for my gas for my vehicle Unless we don't charge you more to do work at your house. Yeah. See how that works? It's not about the company. The company will not get fucked here. 
At the end of the day, constantly, it is the consumer who is taking the large cock in the ass. You are getting fucked. Yeah. Because nobody above you is willing to take the hit and profit. Well, and Joe Biden has been asking for the oil companies to take the hit and profits. Thank you. But they're not going to. And they're not going to either. They're telling yeah. him, not as politely, but they're pretty much telling him to fuck off. No. Yeah, absolutely. No, I will not. We're not taking the hit. Yep. Suck a dick. I I, I just, uh, I, I warn everybody, this is, you know, she started her victory gardens thing, the, the garden thing. Yep. And, uh, freedom gardens, freedom gardens. I, I got to tell you folks, start growing your own shit. You, you have to do it. Now you have to do it. And we're coming up on winter. So you got to figure out, especially if you live in the North, how to grow inside. You got to figure out a, an inside grow for yourself because I don't, I'm not real sure about what's coming. I wouldn't hold your breath to it. Oh, and we got a huge shout out over on uh, Deplorable Janet, and she's not here tonight. I know mm -hmm. she's not. And I forgot, uh, what was the guy's name? Um, I don't know who it is that listens to us. I want to know who this guy is now. I, I'm trying to remember the dude's name. I was just listening to it today, and... Uh, Actually, uh, what's his name? Told me about it or told us about it the other night. Ghost. Like, yeah, Ghost told us. No, not Ghost. It was. Um, oh, Catalyst. Catalyst. Catalyst Jones told us about it the other night. And I was sitting uh, there. Drew Logan of Drew, Drew Cast. Drew Logan, yeah, yep. of Drew Cast. I want to get Drew. Actually, actually, I want to talk to Drew. All right. I think me and Drew would have a really good conversation about Flat Earth. I'll get him on. It'll be fun. So, all right. What, what you were just saying about having to grow your own food. This came out of Zero Hedge today. The food crisis of 2023 is going to be far worse than most people would dare to imagine. And this is authored by Michael Snyder via themostimportantnews.com. I am trying to sound the alarm about this as loudly as I can. The global food crisis just continues to intensify and things are going to get really bad in 2023. As you will see below, two thirds of European fertilizer production has already been shut down. Currency problems are causing massive headaches for poor nations that need to import food. Global weather patterns continue to be completely crazy. And the bird flu is killing millions, millions of chickens and turkeys all over the planet. On top of everything else, the war in Ukraine is going to restrict the flow of agriculture and fertilizer exports from that part of the world for a long time to come because there is no end to the war in sight. In essence, we are facing a perfect storm for global food production, and that perfect storm is only going to get worse in the months ahead. Global hunger has been on the rise for years, and the UN World Food Program is warning that we are headed for yet another year of record hunger. Um... What was it? Uh, also, by the way, just in case you're all are wondering uh, that you all like us uh, probably are going through this cold snap, um, especially if you're on the East Coast, you're feeling that cold snap the last couple of nights. We've had it. It's been pretty chilly, especially even down here, uh, which is odd for us this time of year. Uh, however, uh, I saw a new updated and revised uh, version of the Farmer's Almanac calendar. Mm -hmm. I, I got the little app on my phone. They sent me the update today. Yep. And um, 
they're talking about a really, really cold winter from yeah. the Southeast. They're saying that it's not going to really warm up this winter. We're not going to see the same thing we saw last year. Well, that's going to suck because yeah. according to this, this is only just the beginning. And here's some highlights. Uh, there are large numbers of people that are now facing starvation in the backyard of the United States, specifically 5 million in Haiti right now. Um, right now, a whopping two thirds of all fertilizer production capacity in Europe has already been shut down because of the skyrocketing price of natural gas. And it takes a lot to, to start that back up yeah. when you shut it down. Yeah, because you, you just can't turn everything back on. You yeah. have to test the whole system. You have to repressurize the system. Mm -hmm. It's not something that you just flip the switch and everything just starts flowing again. There simply will not be enough fertilizer for European farmers in 2023. Meanwhile, the surging U.S. dollar is causing immense headaches for food importers all over the world. The U.S. dollar is incredibly strong right now when compared to everything else which isn't really good yeah, for the rest of the world. Because our dollar is so upside down, it is ridiculous. When it, and when it crashes, it's going to crash really, really hard. It, it, I think that, ooh. And what the if? Federal Reserve is actually making the global food crisis worse by hiking up their interest rates. According to the Washington Post, more than 80% of the U.S. is facing troubling dry conditions right now. In the middle of the country, this has caused a horrific crisis for barge traffic along the Mississippi River, which is at its lowest level in decades. HRC was the original initials, correct? Mm hmm For the, uh, the Q post, right? Yeah. Is arrested. Is that's Q post 001, right? Am I right? Yeah. Okay. But according to Joe Biden, everything is just fine. What about, what if it's the CRH? What's CRH? The Credit Reserve Holdings of America. That would, yes, that would be a huge surprise because our economy would immediately tank. But how would, dollar, you, how would you arrest the credit? It, it's, it's not an arrest like that. It's an arrest, arrest like, like as in stop. stop. Yes, like it drops like a rock. What if that's what it's referring to? Because the credit reserve is what sets all of our scores. You would immediately be completely, if everything went through like right now, everything that we have debted out, we'd be completely upside down on 100%. And everyone's been dumping US bonds. So you're, that's, even makes more sense now. I mean, everyone is dumping U.S. bonds. So what if 001 is not about an arrest like a formal arrest, but it's an arrest like a huge drop in the market? Like all of a sudden the fucking market just tanks. Tell me something. Would that not be surprising? Black Friday all over again. A suicide week. Suicide that makes more sense now, doesn't it? Red October. Maybe. Stop manifesting things. I'm just saying it's, it's, they're blinking at me now. Now they're flashing like gigantic strobe lights. Well, this is a crazy story that just came out. I want to get into this real quick before we finish up. Um, and this apparently happened back in 
April, but we're just hearing about it now. So Rolling Stone put this piece out. Okay. FBI raids star ABC news producers home. Emmy winning producer James Gordon Meek had his home raided by the FBI. His colleagues say they haven't seen him since. At a minute before 5 a.m. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What's his name again? James Gordon Meek. Meek or Meeks? Meek. M-E-E-K. Meek. At a minute before 5 a.m. on April 27th, ABC News' James Gordon Meek fired off a tweet with a single word. Facts. The network's national security investigative producer was responding to a former CIA agent, Mark Polymeropoulos's take that the Ukrainian military, with assistance from the U.S., was thriving against Russian forces. Polymeropoulos's tweet, filled with acronyms indecipherable to the layperson like TTPs, UW, and EW, was itself a reply to a missive from Washington Post Pentagon reporter Dan Lamoth, who noted the wealth of information the U.S. military had gathered about Russian ops by observing their combat strategy in real time. The interchange illustrated the interplay between the national security community and those who cover it. And no one straddled both worlds quite like Meek. Hold on. An Emmy-winning deep-dive journalist. Do me a favor. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Stop, 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 stop. Just go back to where they were using the acronyms. Go back to the acronyms. TTPs. TTPs. Tactics, Techniques, and Procedures. Next. UW. UW. Ununiformed warfare. Next. EW. Um, electronic warfare. Okay. So, uh, Meeks, an Emmy, uh, Emmy winning deep dive journalist who was also a former senior counterterrorism advisor and investigator for the House Homeland Security Committee. To his detractors within ABC, Meek was something of a military fanboy. But his track record of exclusives was undeniable, breaking the news of, folded, of foiled terrorist plots in New York City and the Army's cover up at the uh, fratricidal death of PFC Dave Sherratt II in Iraq, a bombshell that earned Meek a face-to-face meeting with President Obama. With nine years at ABC under his belt, a buzzy Hulu documentary poised for Emmy attention, and an upcoming book on the military's chaotic withdrawal from Afghanistan, the 52-year-old bear of a man seemed to be at the height of his powers and the pinnacle of his profession. Outside his Arlington, Virginia apartment, a surreal scene was unfolding and his storied career was about to come crashing down. Meek's tweet marked the last time he posted on the social media platform. The first thing Meek's neighbor, John Antonelli, noticed that morning was the black utility vehicle with blacked out windows blocking traffic in both directions on Columbia Pike. It was just before dawn on that brisk April day and self-described police vehicle historian Antonelli was about to grab a coffee at a Starbucks before embarking on his daily three-mile walk. He inched closer to get a better vantage when he saw an olive green Lenko Bearcat G2, an armored tactical vehicle often employed by the Federal Bureau of Investigation, among other law enforcement agencies. A few Arlington County cruisers surrounded the jaw-dropping scene, but all of the other vehicles were unmarked, including the Bearcat. Antonelli counted at least 10 heavily armored personnel in the group. None bore anything identifying which agency was conducting the raid. After just 10 minutes, the operation inside the Siena Park apartment complex, a six-story upscale building for D.C. professionals with rents fetching between two and 3000 a month, was over. They didn't stick around. They took off pretty quickly and headed west on Columbia Pike towards Fairfax County, Antonelli recalls. Most people seeing that green vehicle would think it's some kind of tank, but I knew it was the Lenko Bearcat. That vehicle is designed to be jumped out of so they can do a raid in that kind of time. If they return fire, uh, it can return fire if they're being fired upon. Multiple sources with the 
familiar with the matter, say Meek was the target of an FBI raid at the Siena Park Apartments where he had been living on the top floor for more than a decade. An FBI representative yeah. told Rolling Stone its agents were present on the morning of April 27th at the 2300 block of Columbia Pike, Arlington, Virginia, conducting court-authorized law enforcement, law enforcement activity. The FBI cannot comment further due to an ongoing investigation. Meeks has been charged with no crime, but independent observers believe the raid is among the first and quite possibly the first, not sure James O'Keefe was the first, to be carried out on a journalist by the Biden administration. A federal magistrate judge in the Virginia Eastern District Court signed off on the search warrant the day before the raid. If the raid was for Meeks records, U.S. Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco would have had to give her blessing. A new policy enacted last year prohibits federal prosecutors from seizing journalist documents. Correct. Mm -hmm. An exception requires the deputy AG's approval. Gabe Rotman at the Reporters Committee for Freedom of the Press says, to my knowledge, there hasn't been a case since January 2021. Mr. Week is uh, Mr. Meek is unaware of what allegations anonymous sources are making about his possession of classified documents. His lawyer, uh, wait, hold on. Uh, I'm missing a page here. Oh, okay. Uh, in the raid's aftermath, Meek has made himself scarce. None of his Siena Park neighbors, with whom Rolling Stone have. Sp- uh, spoke, have seen him since, with his apartment appearing to be vacant. Sienna Park management declined to confirm that their longtime tenant was gone, citing privacy policies. Similarly, several ABC News colleagues who are accustomed to unraveling mysteries and cracking investigative stories tell Rolling Stone they have no idea what happened to Meek. He fell off the face of the earth, says one. And people asked, but no one knew the answer. An ABC representative tells Rolling, Rolling Stone he resigned very abruptly and hasn't worked for us for months. So this goes on to say this book that he was working on with uh, a, a retired general military guy. Um, he, he called him up and he was like, I can't, I, I can't do it. I got stuff going on. I'm out. Um, he, he just left. Who the general or no Meek or Meek did Meek? He was like almost done with with writing this book and finishing this Hulu documentary, which is up for an Emmy, or was a, they were talking about it being up for an Emmy? He disappeared. All that Emmy talk it, is gone. It, this was all about he dropped out Epstein of the book. and everything. No, else. it was about Afghanistan. It was uh-huh. about the Biden withdrawal from Afghanistan. Oh, oh, what happened to Meek? We might have to call. Uh... What did he find out? No, we might have to call our boy there and uh, find out because he'd be like, hey, dude, just to give you a heads up. We just got this story. He was Send that to uh, Mickey. He was Mickey writing Willis. a book uh, titled Operation Pineapple Express, the incredible story oh, of that, a group of yeah, Americans yeah. who undertook one last mission and honored a promise in Afghanistan. That's, that's which my he boy's, co-authored yeah. with Lieutenant Colonel Scott Mann. Scott Mann, You yeah. know Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He dropped out on Scott. And now his his bio's gone from the book jacket. He just, he, and lit, no one has seen this man since April. Since April. Hmm. Might have to call man. And yeah. Oh him. yeah. Give him a call. Oh yeah. But that, that just. Apparently see, uh, Rolling Stone is, asked him and he said he has no idea what happened. It's me. funny. A lot of people sit there and go, dude, how do you know these guys? Uh, no, you got to understand in man was a green beret as a community. We were, you know, it's, it's a really tight, like I I never knew people by rank. I always knew them by their first name. 
I never or their last name or their or sometimes whatever or whatever you nickname them. you called them. Yeah. And uh, it was I never <laughs> like people would say they're like real names to me. I'd be like, who? Be like, and then they'd be like, oh yeah, this guy. I was like, oh yeah, I know who that is. And then we 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 giggle about it. But it, that's just that's the way it was over there. It was it was cool. We never. You never had to do that unless like shit went real bad, like you were beating the shit out of people. But that's just crazy that, uh, yeah, where do you go? Where do you go? Where he just Is he in a gulag? Is he off and- He's dead. And this was when? April. April 27th. Wow. And we're just hearing about it now. Just now. Hmm. Six months later. Why now? Six months later. What was it? Uh, there was uh, another guy, uh, and they said he had classified documents on his in in his work. Somebody, How would they ever know that unless someone? Somebody, do me a favor and find out for me uh, who the guy that just got arrested out there in Vegas. Um, the oh my god, no the the one that got killed, the Democrat that killed that reporter. No, 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 no. There was a guy that just got arrested. Uh, he was carrying on about Vegas and about the shooting, the Route 91 shooting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he just got arrested and now nobody can find him. Like he just like all of a sudden just disappeared. Yeah. And like, this is no bullshit. He was saying the same shit I was saying. He was like, hey, wait a minute. There were fucking helicopters shooting here because I know where the brass was because you guys showed us where the brass was. There was helicopters flying this way, helicopters flying that way. People talked about it. I've got visual on the ground eyewitness statements of people talking about helicopters flying this way, helicopters flying that way, blah, blah, blah. And uh, and then all of a sudden, apparently, like the guy, like all, now he's gone. Like they can't find him. They have no idea where he went. He just up and disappeared. Yeah. Well, um, just saying. I I, re I really I'm starting to think maybe JP does listen to us. Oh yeah, yeah. What's that? Because this clip that he put out today is almost exactly in response to the question that you asked. All right, let's see what JP had to say. Yeah, I love me some JP. I JP's funny too. I think he's I think he's funny. We're living in a time where. I don't know if this is your belief, but it's my belief that there's a lot of weak men in the world. Mm. And I certainly have plenty of my weaknesses. And there's that generation generational cycle where like, you know, uh, strong men create good times, uh, good times, easy times create weak people, weak people create hard times, hard times ultimately create strong people but here we are maybe in what had been easy times brought to us yeah. uh by strong people but now the easy times are seemingly creating a lot of weak people and i'm going to speak about men by the way women out there who are getting hysterical like why are you talking about weak men it's like because we're not talking about weak women right now with with the weak men in the world why do you think they've gotten weak and what do you think some core tenants are that all men could be applying to themselves to become strong men of contribution to society. Yeah. Um, we have had really great times. You know, we, we've been at war for 20 years. So there, there is a, there is a subsect of society that has had to, to go out and fight our nation's wars for 20 years, Iraq and Afghanistan. But um, in the United States, CONUS and, and worldwide, it's the lowest, 
hunger, lowest slavery, lowest everything. It's like we're, we're, we're living in what was the, the best times for our species and those best times, uh, created complacency and complacency bred entitlement. And, uh, that's a pretty dangerous combination with complacency entitlement, which is, I think the weakness that we, that we reference so frequently, you know, like I, I never want to be on this, this high horse, you know, like this, this false position of, of, um, like, Oh, I'm, I'm stronger than you, or I'm like better than you. And I, I collectively just want to be a better prepared society for what I know is coming. And that is some really, really scary stuff. You know, we are going to have really scary times ahead of us and it's, it's never too late to just turn the boat a little bit and not ram ourselves into this iceberg. But, um, Currently, we're still on that same course, that same azimuth, that same trajectory to to have some pretty frightening times. What are some things that we can do? I'm going to stop this right now because, no, he doesn't listen to us because if he did listen to us, he knows that I have no respect for Matt Best, nor do I have any respect for Chris Lazarus, which is the person who's on I the screen right now. I didn't know who this now. was. And he works directly for Matt Best. I hence, saw bl- the Black, the Black Rifle, Ra- and I was going to say, wait, 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 why is it, why, wait, why because is there a Black- they're, they're at Black Rifle Company, co- coffee oh. company headquarters in uh. Seattle. Uh. So I already know where this video came from, and I have no respect for any of these people because they required all of their employees to go get the jab. So Matt Best and all of those fucksticks, fuck off. And you served with them as well. Yeah, which really sucks because they're just horrible human beings. It's like, dude, stand for something or stand for nothing. Either way, get out of the way. You fucking piece of shit. Mm -hmm. I... Don't I know wrong. you called him and you told him off, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know who that was. I just saw JP talking about strong men and I was like, oh, sweet. This is going to be great. Mm. No, no, I know that dude is, uh, he's with him, but I, 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 are they good dudes for to fight? Yeah. To fight with. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, JP has the red hair. Um, the the guy with the dark hair is uh, the guy with the long dark hair. He's uh, a, a former group guy, but he, it's not a it's not about that. I, I'm not downplaying what he did when he was in the military. They, they're important dudes. I mean, they're all part of it. But the fact that they're but to get out of the military and then tell everybody in your company that is a pro right wing Second Amendment company. Um, to tell them, oh, by the way, you have to go get the jab. Really? Mm. Really? And trust me, one of my, uh, one of our big customers that I deal with a lot, um, and he's a friend of mine as well. Um, the owner of nine line, you guys know what nine line is, right? Everybody, everybody's pretty aware of what nine line is. I believe by now it's all over the country. I mean, you can't miss it. Right. Yep. Um, but it started right here in Savannah, Georgia. Anyway, long story short. Their company, um, they required, they bought into the whole fucking Ranger Best and everything else. They're also friends with Matt Best and Black uh, Rifle Coffee and they and sell their shit in their stores. All of their stuff is integrated. And then they required their people at Nine Line to get the jab too. Matter of fact, I had a lot of friends call me from Nine Line and say, dude, I'm fucking leaving. I was like, what? Why? Uh, they're requiring us to get the jab. I was like, what? I couldn't believe it. But here is supposedly a right wing. This is why I don't promote them. 
I could. I know these guys. I could call them up right now and be like, dude, hook a brother up. Yeah, make us some t-shirts. They would do it for me. But the problem is they're, they're are fake fucking humans. They are pieces of shit. Yeah, we won't, we won't work I with people that we don't. I will not do that. I won't do that to you. I'm not going to sell you some bullshit. No, I don't. I disagree with that. And fuck you. You can suck my dick and too bad. Eat a bag of dicks. But that's why I don't. I, that whole thing, I just whatever. Well, this is a funny one because <sighs> I do want to close out with a funny one. So this is kind of funny. So we'll play this one instead. There we go. Sort of funny. In today's world. Here I am back in January of last year. I just couldn't keep the weight off no matter how many different exercise programs I tried. Now I'm down to my ideal weight and it's never been easier. All I had to do was vote blue no matter who. Every time I went to the grocery store, I always had so many different options to choose from. But now, now I'm lucky if I can even fill my basket up. I used to be really unhealthy, never got that much exercise. But now that I can't afford to put gas in my car, I have to walk to work. And as an added bonus, I don't have to worry about being carjacked anymore. So you can ditch Tybo and start saying Ty Joe. Come on, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is fucking retarded. <laughs> That is ridiculous. <laughs> Holy shit. <sighs> Ty Joe. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I don't. And and we got to play a couple of these because this, All right. this so was kind of Joe, Joe went Joe to the Fetterman. Joe went to back Fetterman today. Uh, didn't go over. I don't think it's swimmingly as Joe or Fetterman. Actually, wanted. Jill apparently got really mad. Oh, oh no, that was the press conference that he did yesterday. Yes, yeah, Jill got really mad about the press conference because she wanted them to cut him off and they let him talk. Yeah, yes, Operation Let Them Speak is working swimmingly. Perfectly. Anyway, Perfectly. but uh, he went out to he went out to Pennsylvania to uh, rally with Fetterman today, who didn't actually get up and speak, which is really weird. But he rally. was in a suit too. That was Which really was weird. weirder. And he had like a weird scarf on again, covering up that weird thing on the back of his neck, which I think is okay. another human being. And there was a Fox 29 poll came out and said that Oz and Fetterman were neck and neck. And I was like, oh, my God, it's a really poor choice of words. Don't please don't say that. You Have can you ever never seen that thing on necks. the back of Fetterman's neck? If you're going to say they're neck and neck, then Fetterman's like way ahead because he's got two necks. <laughs> Holy shit. He's got a whole nother human in there. Don't do that. to. Oh, my God. There was a meme going around today of Joe sniffing Fetterman's oh, neck. Boil. Oh. <laughs> Goiter. Oh, my God. <laughs> was, it's fucking hysterical. Oh, go check out the right to bear memes on, <laughs> on Twitter. It was fucking disgusting. hysterical. But anyway, nasty. Here's here's Ugh. Joe for you. And, and and John, thank you uh, very much for uh, for running. I really do appreciate it. And Zell, you're gonna you're gonna be a great uh, a great lady in the Senate. A great lady in the Senate. So wait, who's running? Who's running? Who's gonna be holding that Senate seat? Is it gonna be Zell? Her name it, is Fetterman running, or is, or is it, it yeah? I'm confused. And since when do you pronounce G I S E L E as Zell? Uh, apparently Joe Biden does. I would you would you would you stop being racist? How is that racist? It's just being racist. You're being racist. Dude. People who have speech problems. 
Jesus, I thought you knew that. Already. I don't think you can be racist against stupidity. Oh, I, I I don't know. Can you? Dementia? I'm sure we can figure it out. Brain fog? Give me a minute. I'll, I'll figure it out. Well, soon there'll be a whole new category of just brain fog people. So. But I laid out my vision for building a better America with better pay. What? What? But I laid out my vision for building a better America with better pay. Wait, one huh? more time. But I laid out my vision for building a better America with better pay. No, 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 what? But I laid out my vision for building a better America with better pay. Homo says what? But I laid out my vision for building a better America with better pay. <laughs> Sphincter says what? But I laid out my vision for building a better America with better oh, pay. Okay, that's what enough. the fuck is he saying? <laughs> Even I can't translate that one. I have no idea. <laughs> Why is he holding a microphone if he has two mics in front of him? <laughs> it looks like a dick and balls. <laughs> Shit. It looks like he's got a great big cock. (laughs) It's a dick. God, I hate porn. I hate porn. (laughs) I don't know. I don't because it's hysterical. There's another like five second joke clip in there. Oh shit! Oh, there's two more before we close out. Oh shit! Oh, this one is just four seconds. We got more dick and balls. <laughs> shit. Over a billion two hundred, a trillion two hundred billion dollars. What? Over a billion two hundred, a trillion two hundred billion dollars. Trying to say, can you make that a sound clip? Can we over a billion two hundred a trillion two hundred billion dollars? Can I get a billion trillion two hundred trillion billion dollars? Holy shit! <laughs> yes, uh, that one we're saving. We're gonna make that one a sound. Clip. <laughs> that will be a new sound clip on the soundboard. <laughs> All right, where are you going, Joe? Where are you going? Wait, where are you going, Joe? Saluting. Who are you talking to, Wait, Joe? Did he just Wait, where are you going, Joe? Joe! Joe! What are you doing? Ah, that's called the Potomac two-step, folks. Hold on, let's watch that again. And Biden I sucks want to stuff. watch that in slow motion. Biden sucks stuff. You forget that Mick is Irish, so it's Watch, watch, watch. Here we go. Here we go. Joe, okay. Joe, Look, he Joe. Salutes. He salutes. He's talking he salutes to somebody. Who's he talking to? His... His 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 grandpa. Oh, I'm going back this way. Oh, I gotta come this way. Okay, wait. All right. It's like clown music wow. in the background too. Holy so sad. shit! All right. Shaking imaginary hands. Exactly. He he's not even talking to anybody. He was talking to a backdrop. He literally. He was like doing this. This is what he was doing. Hi. He How you doing? Saluted a backhoe. Good job, backhoe. He saluted. Uh, which way a am I going? Oh yeah, I'm going this Hello. way. Hello. Later, folks. <laughs> yes. Peace. And with that, we're out. We out. Where's my backhoe? <laughs> Where's my back? Oh. <laughs> Don't call me a hoe. It's right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not a hoe in those. Words, oh wow. Okay. Oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Shit. <laughs> Uh, tomorrow night, 
As far as I know, Red Pill Project is on the regular Friday time, so tomorrow will be a longer show. There we go. Um, and, okay, so, real quick. I'm thinking maybe, we have something to do Saturday evening, but maybe Saturday afternoon we, we'll do a special and play the movie The Real Anthony Fauci. Because, you know, the book came out, yep. right? And they, they released the movie. It's they only good for it, 10 days. They re, at, at The website's already been taken down. Oh, has it? It was taken down today. Did you get it? Of course I did. Of course you did. <sighs> what am I, new? No. <laughs> Go team. Anyway. I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. Because that's going to hurt real bad. I know. I that's do. why I opened my hand. Because no. So um, maybe maybe Saturday afternoon we play the real Anthony Fauci. We could do that. We could do it Sunday morning before our show. We could do it Sunday morning before our show. You know, we yeah. could do that as our intro. Like opener. it's two hours long. I mean, but it's, there's a lot of information. In there's it. so much. Uh, Liana showed it the other day. So did she? Yeah. Okay. I missed it. All right. Um, but uh, yeah. So yeah. Cause Saturday we we're going to another carnival. Yeah. It's like carnival season down here. Apparently. Well, it's beautiful down here. It That's is. Why. The, so. the, the weather's gorgeous. This is the time you want to be here at. This All is right. like the beautiful time of the year. Sunday morning movie show. A lot of people work on Saturday too. So including you. All right. So Sunday morning. So normal show kicks off at two. Um, so we'll say. Uh, like 1145. Yeah. 11, 1145. Um, or 1130. We'll do it even half hour. So 1130. Yeah. So, all right, eleven so thirty we'll, Sunday morning, eleven thirty we'll Eastern it. time Sunday morning. We'll uh, we'll we'll play the real Anthony Fauci documentary, and um, and then at at two o'clock we'll do the regular show. We'll go live. Yep. There you go. All or, right. See that uh, right after that. Worked so. it out. Look at that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> See that. Love live shows. See, this is why I need to be president. I just work shit out just like that. Just done. like, and we just fix done. it. Fix it. Like, done. all right, we work it out. It's done. It's okay. Done. Cool. Job's done, bitch is dead. All right, fuckers. Okay. Well, uh, as much fun as it's been, we do have to get out of here. Yep. Um, again, like, share, subscribe as per for the course. And uh, we will see you back here tomorrow night at 545 uh, as we start with our normal intro. For the lounge. For the lounge portion. Yep. For our lovely Liana. And uh, after that, uh, we get started promptly at 6 p.m. Yep. And uh, like I said, like, share, subscribe. Yes, please like, please. share, subscribe. Uh, it's the only way we move up. So either way, and share make, with your friends and be Lynn. We will uh, talk to you later, fuckers. Have a great night. Thanks for watching. Good night, fuckers. Snares and alligators, but once you get to the gate, you
can't depend on your waiters Cause you'll be over your tater I'm talking growing tomatoes Feeding the worms I fish with later I'll have a fish stick plate over a six foot grave Before I take a knee as I end the play My hands on my heart, I stand on what I say And my second amendment handles what I can I ain't trying to be feeling badass or talk shit I'm just saying, there's the lie don't cross it. I got a red rod gun when I was three, so I don't run to hide from anything. Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue collar boy from the south. You can fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom, fuck the welfare, now I don't need them. Shotgun race from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late to come around here, son, running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out. Okay. You can fuck around and find out. If they looking for me, well, they know where to find me. I'll be half drunk, strapped up in a white tee. I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can beat it. F-A-F-O, I teach you how this game go. Different joints, same smoke. Wake up, wear the same clothes. Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash. Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class. Got the music way up loud with a cigar in my mouth. Fuck around and come find out how we do it in the South. They ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth. I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud. I'm a son of the dirty South with a truck seat eye and he straight pipes loud. Land of freedom, double barrels in case we need Man up, we'll sit your ass down. We done talking, fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom, fuck the welfare, now I don't need them. Shotgun race from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. To come around here, son, running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slipper slides and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. 
MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my premium queen, only $24.98. Or my premium king, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now.